<laughs> All right, we're starting a little bit early so we can get out on the beach. Uh, we're here at uh, Caymans. the Cayman Islands. So uh, we thought we'd wake up and do a God story this morning together. Uh, kind of getting ready to go get us some breakfast, do a little exercise. We got in, what, late last night about 11. Yeah, 11 o'clock. It took us all night, all day to get here. We had uh, three airplanes, couple cancellations. Yeah, yeah, we had a cancellation in Myrtle. Well, actually, a delay in Myrtle Beach till about 10:30. One day, 10:30. Hi, Ashley. And then uh, we got into Charlotte and we missed our flight. So, Hi, anyway, uh, we made it here and we got delirious. So. Uh, we made it. We made it. So anyway, we wanted to share a little bit. Excuse me. There's a window that came up. There's a story about uh, what happened to uh, Susan, I think, what, two, well, two years ago? Right. Yeah. But it really wasn't just about me. It was about our marriage. Yeah, it was really good. Uh, <clears throat> matter of fact, don't you go ahead and share it before sure. I share the, okay. uh, the scriptures. So this was about, I think, three years ago, and Brad and Stephen Alls, many of you know him, um, were heading, <clears throat> excuse me, to oh, Dallas, <laughs> to the Upper Room Global Conference, and they were heading out on Wednesday, and I was going to join them on Friday. So this was Wednesday afternoon. I was um, at a gas station pumping my gas, and um, my cell phone rang, um, and I looked at the number, and it was a number out in uh, Los Angeles, California. I did not recognize the number, so most of the time, I just let those go to voicemail. Well, it kept calling back and calling back and calling back, and I'm pumping gas, and I thought, well, maybe it's something of urgent urgency. So I picked up the phone, and there was a, a woman on the other end, and she says, uh, is Brad there? And you know, this was my cell phone, so I said, uh, may I ask who's calling? And she said, is Brad there? And I said, and I'd like to know who's calling. And she said, this is Tracy. And I said, uh, okay. And she said, I just want you to know that when Brad goes on his ministry trips and you don't accompany him, I'm there with him. And afterwards, we go on vacations together. And I was like, excuse me? And, you know, of course, when someone tells you something, you have to see it. You have to envision it. So I had never even thought of anything like that before. And now I'm seeing my husband with some other woman, it was in my mind. And I, I, of course, was, I knew it wasn't true. And I said, I'm sorry, I think you have the wrong phone number. And she said, no, I have the right phone number. I said, well, what is his last name? And she said, it's McLaren. I said, no, no, no. She goes, no, it's, it's McClendon. And um, I said, well, what does he look like? She said, well, he's not in that good of shape. And I said, well, you definitely have the wrong phone number. And I said, do not ever call this number again. And I hung up. Well, she proceeds to call right back. And I was shaking. I literally was shaking. And I said, I have called the sheriff's office. They have put a trace on my line to you. I'm going to hunt you down. And I proceeded to say some not so nice things I can't share right now um, <laughs> to her, basically threatening that if she were to call again, that she would no longer exist um, on the planet. <clears throat> So I hung up the phone. I literally, my whole body was shaking. I was hysterically crying. I couldn't even see the road. My eyes welled up with water. 
And the first thing I did was call Brad and he didn't answer. So then I called Steven's phone and Steven answered and they were jogging and Brad didn't have his phone with him. So Steven says, you know, texts me, is this an emergency? And I thought, well, it's not an emergency, but it's, it's pretty important. So have him call me. Well, Brad calls me right back and I'm, I, I have to pull off the side of the road because I'm so upset. And I said, you're not going to believe what just happened. This woman called me and she said, you guys go on vacations together. <coughs> and I had to see this and I was just hysterical. And Brad starts laughing. <laughs> That's really wasn't the response I was expecting. He's laughing. And he said, baby, don't you know what that's all about? Don't you know what that is? And I said, no, what? Why, why would she do that to me? And he said, you just got called and had high level witchcraft put upon you. And he said, that just means the conference is going to be great. This is awesome. We're right on track. It's going to be good. And I thought, I don't understand. I want to meet this woman. I really wanted to fly to wherever she was and to meet her face to face and say, you don't know me. You know, I try to be a good person. And why would you do that? Why would you say something like that? And I was even thinking, God forbid, Brad and I were on the outs. And this was just the final straw that set us into separation or, you know, created division. And after it was all over and I got my composure, Brad said to me something I will never forget. He said, if you don't hear it from me, it's not truth. Whether I've sinned, whether I've done something not good, I give you my word that you will hear it from me first. And if you haven't, don't listen to it. It's not true. Yep. And that's the way it's been. Yeah, it was a hard it was a hard lesson and it was probably my first one of my first experiences with an attack on our marriage trying to create division, trying to create havoc and um you know now I think I'm much more prepared for if something like that were to happen to be able to deflect it and laugh it off, but I was not prepared for it and um so I'm just sharing this with you that if you feel like you're getting hit by something, your relationships, whether it's your boyfriend, your marriage, your family, um, to just deflect it, to laugh it off. Because if you do, it diffuses its power. Um, I felt her, that was her fear of us, that I was feeling, that shaking wasn't me, that came from her. Um, so it, it was a really vital lesson and um, I remember it like it happened yesterday. And one of the things that that um, that you can almost look for is right <clears throat> before a breakthrough or right before uh, something great's going to happen in your life, or even with your couple, uh, even if you're married or uh, and you've got a divine uh, relationship with friends and so forth, or you're walking with somebody uh, real close. Uh, most of the time, you're going to get. Uh, hit like that, but it's not just the witchcraft stuff like that. That was abrasive, you know, it was just like up front kind of showing its hand because that was a stupid demon. But, uh, but uh, most of the time, right before you're about to have breakthrough, um, you get division th uh, thrown at you in your relationships. There's always this, like a match being lit in between your relationships to sip it, you'll, you know, take it and turn it into gasoline and burn the whole relationship up. But before that, or while that's happening though, when you're hit, getting hit by division, 
right before you, there's major breakthrough for your life and your relationship. And that was true. I mean, when I said, if you don't hear from me, you know, uh, just call, you know, just slough it off because if you don't have real truth residing in your relationship, whether it be your wife, your, or your friends, uh, you know, your close friends or your boyfriend, girlfriend, whatever it may be, if you don't have raw truth, uh, it can really cause some damage because if you're not being truthful and, and someone like this would have called, uh, it would have really been damaging. And, uh, that's the thing about it is we've got to walk in truth. If you don't walk in truth, man, you can't be of Jesus. And, uh, and plus, you know, truth, if you stay in truth, it sanctifies you. That's what Jesus did for his disciples, that he sanctified them through the truth. And, uh, that's what keeps you safe and walking in truth. And, but it also keeps you safe walking with each other. If we're totally in truth, because there's, there's times where we've walked through stuff, did stuff in, you know, in our past, uh, in our marriage where, you know, one of us wasn't around and, you know, she'd come to me or I come to her and we tell each other, you know, what we've done, even if it's going to feel bad, uh, and it feels weird and, you know, kind of embarrassing to be able to share it or whatever. Uh, if you don't share it and, and get it out between one another and you work it out together, uh, it can really cause some damage. You've got to feel, though, too, and we've established that right from the get-go, is that we're a safe place. So if I have to share something that I'm not really thrilled with sharing with him or divulging or asking forgiveness, I need to know that it's a safe place to come to him, and I'm not going to feel judged or guilty over it. And so we've established that in our relationship, that if one of us has to come to each other and, and share something that's not so pleasant that we come and are received in a loving way and a forgiving way. And if we ask forgiveness, it's immediate without any guilt or hook um, attached to it. Yeah. The thing about it is when, if you come to each other to share something that's hidden, the other person that's receiving that truth and you know, you've got to remember that that person is taking all that they can to share that. So you're there, you're as a recipient to help. Not to make them feel any worse. worse. Uh, sometimes, if you start asking, "Oh my God, you did that!" I just I can't, can't believe. I just you can't did believe, that. and you roll your eyes and all that stuff. That doesn't help. You're, we're all you heap more condemnation on them, and then they walk <laughs> the rest of the day, you know, feeling like uh, turds. Excuse me, but uh, you're there to actually receive the the knowledge of the truth, but then to help them with truth. So. Uh, the main thing, especially, is listening. It's listening with a real uh, heart to actually help your partner. Kind of like what Jesus does with us. Yeah, always. <laughs> the other thing I, I, that I thought I'd share with the scriptures was Acts, I'm going to write them down, Acts 14, 21 through 22, and 2 Corinthians 10, uh, 3 through 6, and John 8, 32, which is the whole thing about uh, you shall know the truth, you shall, and it shall set you, make you free. But uh, one of the things you, in Acts 14, 21, 22, it says we must enter the kingdom through much tribulation. So <laughs> just remember that. I mean, when you're, when you're getting bombarded and you're getting hit uh, over and over, or every now and then a wave come and hits your relationship or your marriage and it hits it again, you know, and it may be the same hit and hitting it again. It's really hitting that same area to try to get you to buckle to see if you're going to break. Mm -hmm. But really, if you're getting hit that many times, it may it, it actually is a, like a 
Yeah, it's a sign that you're entering into God's kingdom. So you got to stay more focused on God's kingdom than the hits. That makes sense. I mean, if you get hit, yes, uh, talk it out, but don't don't wear it out. If you talk it out, get it get it out, and then just don't wear it out. Just keep just go. You both just let it go, because if you just keep wearing it and keep talking about it, then the enemy it's, really wins. It's, it's it's actually working. Yeah. The enemy's actually working. So uh, just know that if you're getting hit, you're entering into the kingdom of God. Because we've got to take these hits. We've got to go through tribulation in order to enter the kingdom. And of course, in Second Corinthians ten. <clears throat> Uh, it says we war not against flesh and blood, but our weapons are, uh, of our warfare are not carnal, but mighty through God for pulling God down of strongholds, casting down arguments, and every high thing that exalts itself against the knowledge of God, bringing every thought into captivity to the obedience of Christ, and being ready to punish all disobedience when your di obedience is fulfilled. We got to remember when your partner or uh, your relationship gets hit. You're not warring against each other. You're not warring against flesh and blood, but you're warring against real spirits out there. And that's what was happening with her. You know, yes, well, did a person call her up? Yes, but that person was being used by a spirit. spirit. And then, but it makes you want to see that person. It makes you want to get in the flesh. It makes you want to, you know, do something about it, you know. And uh, you're warring against spirits that are controlling people. And you've got to learn to separate that because it's not... It's not just warring against you. It's warring against Christ in you to shut Christ down in us. Mm -hmm. I don't know if you've That's ever, I don't know if you've ever been hit by a few times, but uh, I know there's times where Christ didn't come out of me. Christ got shut down and the flesh came out, you know, and, uh, and it didn't, you know, the enemy worked on me because Christ did get shut down. I let it happen. And uh, it's coming against Christ in you, which is the love, the peace, the long suffering, the, you know, the gentleness, the kindness, and uh, and when it when you take the bait, you, gentleness and kindness can't come out because now you've allowed your flesh to rule in that area, and so now you're warring against, you know, you're warring flesh against flesh. You're you're actually that spirit trying to war against that spirit that just hit you. So you you can't repay evil for evil. There's no or reviling for reviling, the Bible says. So uh, just know that we've got to start warring a, a little bit differently. And I laughed, you know, when she called and I laughed. I knew we were on the right track, but if we could start learning how to do that, you know, if, you're, if your husband's manifesting, you know, and, and all this stuff, is, or your wife is manifesting, you've got to realize that the enemy's trying to get at you guys. And if you'll laugh at the enemy's plans, it really throws it off kilter. It's like it did her. She goes, why are you laughing? Yeah, that, yeah. Was, that was crazy. I expected some <laughs> compassion and, oh, I'm so sorry. But it was literally complete laughter. Yeah, because I knew if I would have gotten in there, I'd go, oh, baby, we got to pray. Hallelujah. You know, and we start, and, oh, I would have been in fear, you know, or in some type of religious spirit. And we just go at it with a another evil spirit, and uh, we can laugh like the Bible says. You know, that says the Lord laughs at the enemy's plans or even man's plans. Uh, I mean, we can actually get through this thing. It's a lot easier than we think. So uh, stay on track. You know, if the enemy calls you up in your head, 
don't, yeah, don't give it any mind at all because it's just trying to throw pictures in your head about your about your partner. And I'm sure some of those that are, us that are watching, you've gotten a lot of thoughts. You may not have gotten a physical call in your in, in your ear, but you have got some major calls in your head, you know, about your husband or about your wife. And then you, if you take the bait of it, you start feeling it, and you start getting the pictures of it, and you got start feeling icky, and before you know it, you're divided from each other, right? Exactly. You have to think about those feelings. Would that have come from God? Would that yeah. have been something that the Lord would have put in your your thought? And if it's the answer is no, then it's not true. That's right. That's exactly right. All right. We love you guys. Hi, Mark. Where's he at? He is up. He's already on there. Oh, Hi, Tammy. Okay. Hey, cool. Galen. All right. We got we some We love you guys. On. Hey, Tammy. <laughs> All right. We love you guys. We're going to go uh, get us some breakfast. Grace, grace.